Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hey, this is Buzzworthy Radio right here on your internet. I'm Lance Smith of CNT, and this is pretty much where I hang out all the time when I'm not on the air, so you should too. See ya! How did you like that, Julie? Was that okay? That was terrific. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, into a new edition of Buzzworthy Radio. We are your hosts, Matthew Preston and Novell J. Lee, coming at you live this Thursday, February 5th, 2009, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time, here on blogtalkradio.com. We are joined right now by Miss Julie Spira, who is basically has penned this book called The Perils of Cyber Dating, Confessions of a Hopeful Romantic Looking for Love Online. I have to say, this was like the perfect, perfect opportunity to be talking about this because we just had on uh, the comedy duo Frangella on our show two nights ago. They're actually going to be in the movie that premieres tomorrow in the, on the big screen. He's just not that into you. And we were actually just like talking about this. And it was just it was so surreal that we were even mentioning about cyber dating online. I mean, it, it, it's, it's one of those things that I see practically all the time when I'm on MySpace or on the Facebook is people wanting to get the hookup through the book of face or on MySpace. And I just think that's kind of scary yet creepy. But before we get into all those semantics, what, um, how did you get into wanting to write about this book? Well, that's a really interesting question. I actually came up with the book title, The Perils of Cyber Dating, way back when in 1995 when a lot of people weren't online dating. And I came up with the book title because, you know, I got a marriage proposal from a man who was already married. So a friend of mine said, you know, you should really write a book. (laughs) So I came up with the book title. Yeah, but I didn't write the book. And then years later, after four marriage proposals, one husband, that included one husband and one fiancé, and a bouquet of some very interesting stories, I finally decided that I was going to write the book, and no one had written my book with my title, so it was mine. It was ready. There you go. There you go. Exactly. And let's bring on my co-host here. I know he's been sitting here waiting patiently, Mr. Matthew Preston. How are you doing, sir? I am doing good, and Julie, I have to say, with all that, that sounds like a country song. <laughs> oh, twang, twang, you broke my heart. I, I had my heart broken, but then, of course, <laughs> I, I broke some hearts, too, along the way. It, you know, it's, that's life. <laughs> so so what, what kind of advice would you be giving to someone who actually, have you ever had anybody come up to you and go, I actually have this relationship going with this guy or this girl that I met online, and... I think it's going great. What what would be the first thing that would come out of your mouth if someone actually came up to you and said those words to you? I'd ask if anybody's put down their profile yet or, or do they still have their profiles online because it's going so great, then, uh, you know, it might be time to uh, retire that account. Hmm. I mean, I know, I know someone who is a very good friend of mine and lives in my town actually got um, into a relationship off of Match.com and everything, and it, it actually works for them. Because it, it's interesting to see what works for some doesn't work for others because 
you then have those people that kind of leave out little bits of information that they should have put in there for like, um, I actually do have the wedding ring on my ring finger kind of information. So it, it, it's very, very interesting to be hearing different, different stories about that stuff. And I'm sure it's interesting to hear that as well on your end, too. Oh, there are a lot of stories, and there are a lot of chapters, and some of them are funny, and some are sad, and some are actually heartwarming and happy. So it's not all doomsday, but it certainly was a bit of a perilous journey to get where I am right now. For you, what is your favorite chapter? If you can pick out any chapter that you wrote in this book. Oh, my gosh, any chapter that I wrote in my book. I actually, I think there's a funny chapter in the book, um, that's relevant to to social networking, and that's a combination of the New York Times wedding announcement, followed by and then came Google. And the reason <laughs> I put that in there is because I spent a lot of time, you know, involved in the technology world as an as an internet executive. And when you know, when I was a little girl, I really wanted my New York Times wedding announcement if I was ever going to get married to be in that page. I mean, way before the internet days, it's like it was that little girl Barbie girl dream. So I did everything I could to get into that New York Times, and this was in the 80s when there was no public internet and nobody was online dating. Maybe there were a few message boards, and I was very excited about it. However, 14 years later, I was divorced from this man that I wouldn't even recognize today. Suddenly, the number one entry under my name in Google is this New York Times wedding announcement. And it was haunting me. I was embarrassed. I had a little mini marriage. It didn't even last a year. The number one entry under Julie Spire on Google is this New York Times wedding announcement. So I bring it up because it's really important to see how technology has changed the way that we communicate, you know, in a romantic level and in an information stage. Wow. Pretty cool. So as an author, I'm actually wondering, do you ever get those times where you're just like, you know what, I am maybe having a little bit of a writer's block. I need to take a, I need to take a little break. What do you do to, to overcome a writer's block? I never had the writer's block. I Good. sat down one day and said, I'm going to write this book. I got very lucky. I went online to see if my domain name was available for perils of cyber dating, and boom, available.com. I grabbed it, and I put my entire life on hold, and I just started writing and writing and writing. I became very passionate about this book until it was finished. So I never had the writer's block. Pretty cool. Oh, that's good to hear. I've never heard that. I never heard. It. I mean, I've, I mean. We don't know. Maybe uh, the sequel. You know, I'll have to follow up with you on that. If there's a sequel and I get a writer's block, I will let you know. There you go. That's what I was kind of thinking. I'm like, no. Wow. Someone didn't have the writer's block. That 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 stumped me. You actually stumped me. That's good. <laughs> And I saw also in your in your biography that you actually did meet someone who saved your dad's life, but then also did the thing of breaking up in the email. Ugh. Ouch. That's another thing we talked about. That's another thing we talked about, too. They broke yeah, up ouch. in the email. Yeah. You know, I have but, these, these rules of netiquette, and one of them is, I think, the send button rule. When you write an email, when you're upset with someone, you should probably either sleep on it or send it to yourself because you might feel differently about it when you wake up in the morning. And uh, this one was sent, and I received it. And, oh, my gosh, did I cry like a baby. Hmm. That's, that, that's, <laughs> kind of like the, that's kind of like the reverse action where I was saying, like, this is like the booty call. And then all of a sudden this is like, it's right there in your face. It's in black and white. 
You can't get away from it. I think I know it. It probably wouldn't. It'd probably be a little easier to sink it in if they were like right there in front of you. But then just to see it in print on a computer, staring at you for maybe hours on end, it makes it harder. It makes it very difficult. And and the love affair that started online ended online. And that's what the book is all about. It's about how the technology affects the way we communicate in our relationships. And sometimes there's some rules and people should think before they break that rule. Yeah. That's definitely true. So maybe I I just want to know, what do you think is the proper way to break up with somebody? Uh, well, I think it depends on how long you're you're together. I mean, in my case, we were we were engaged and we were together almost two years. So I think in person would have probably been better. Um, however, in in the chapter um, that I write about him, he's still the hero. He's the hero in my family because my father is still alive to this day, and that's because of you know my relationship with him. So I try and take the good out of every story, and there is good out of that story. And that's that. He saved my father's life, and I will be forever grateful. Cool. Very, very wonderful. You also host your own radio show, is that correct? I am very excited. I am starting a new radio show, Ask the Cyber Dating Expert, also on Blog Talk Radio, and the first show will be on Valentine's Day. How appropriate. Next Saturday. Next Saturday. I'm going to have to check that out. Uh, do you have a linkage uh, um, for the um, the site? Well, it would be on Blog Talk Radio under Ask the Cyber Dating Expert. And uh, Saturday, 11 o'clock Pacific Time. Okay. And I'd love to have people call in and tell me about their perils and their happy stories and all of the above. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. So next Saturday, 11, I've got to get my time. Valentine's Day. 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Eastern Time for all you East Coast fans. So make sure you guys check that out right there. I never actually have tried it. I mean, I had issues where I've been asked to be in a cyber relationship, but I just don't see – this is why it's so interesting because it's like I don't see cyber dating as something that would be particular for me because it's like what is it about you that would be appealing to me is that I need to know what everything you're telling me is true. Because I don't think I would have that in a cyber relationship. I mean, that's how I feel. I know others might feel differently. I don't know how my co-host feels about the situation. But I think, like, you know, how do I know that what you're saying about yourself is real? How do I know? You really it, it, don't. It, you really don't. And, and it, truth be told, over half the people that are online dating are stretching the truth here and there. There are married people that are saying they are single. There are people that, you know, most commonly do not describe their correct height, weight, Amount of hair age. on their head, age, oh, age, the women. We don't like our age. We don't fit into a search. <laughs> we sneak off five to ten years. Yes, it's very hard, and, and I think that it's important that if you sort of want to stretch the truth a little bit, that you come clean on the first date because the information is out there. You will get Googled. People will find out. So it's best to be honest and upfront. Either you tell your accurate age or if for some reason you're that insecure that you you make up, oh, you know, I'm still in my 30s when I'm in my 40s. Just let them know right away. By the way, my friend told me I had to do it. Blame it on someone else. <laughs> I totally agree. And, and, and since Michael actually asked me about the, uh, my perspective on it, I have sort of done it yes and no when I was, like, younger. I was like, oh, okay, it's just for fun. Let's, because, you know, I like to 
be a, an adventurist and just to see what things are going on. And it really didn't work out. Just I think that and I think that in the same sense, it would have it wouldn't have worked out even if I had met her up front. Because I think that it still would have been like you know what, I just I'm just not that into you. Oh, just like that just, movie. <laughs> just like the movie in the book. That's right. So besides that tip, uh, besides that tip, just basically being up front, what other things can you suggest to make a cyber relationship work? I think the first thing to do is to have a terrific profile and to get your photos professionally done. And I recently had my photos redone by Look Better Online, and I was thrilled with the results, so thrilled that my age is accurate. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and I actually think that if you can put up some photos that, that look good, because there are so many people online, you're, it's a needle in the haystack to find the right one. You're men. You guys are visual. We're women. We want to be found. So if we have a pretty photo up there, or at least one that you know is a close-up and looks, you know, within the last few years, please no high school photos. Then that's a good start if you're going to be accurate with your profile. I also think in the profile, if you can be very specific about what you're looking for, and I keep a very short profile because men don't like to read novels. They want to know I like this face, I don't like this face. So my profile is very short and very specific. I'm a relationship kind of a gal. I'm looking for a serious relationship. Other people have different agendas. And if they're looking to hook up, then they need to kind of make that clear. They do. And it seems like a lot of the Facebook and MySpace profiles are very visual. So what is your take on this whole MySpace and Facebook phenomenon? Um, I love Facebook. Um, Facebook has 150 million people on Facebook. I'm on every day. I have a ton of friends on Facebook. I'm in more groups than I even have time to notice. I think Facebook is fabulous. And it takes a while for people to feel comfortable about sharing their entire world and their family photos and you know, where they're going to have dinner and what concert they went to because we all start off as being private. But once you embrace social networking and the Web 2.0 world, Facebook is fabulous. It is. <laughs> and you were saying, because this is, a, this is a very good point that you had brought up, have your photos professionally done. And when I see that, especially on the MySpace, not more so on the Facebook, but more on the MySpace, but I kind of think that when they're, like, professionally done, that leads me into a point where I think, okay, maybe this is not a real picture of said person. You know, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, that sort of, would put me off. I'm more or less like I'm looking for like just like a picture of them like outside, like in the front of a beach setting or like in their room kind of a setting. I mean, and I think that's I, a great. I, guess, I think that's great. I think that you should do both. I think you should put a, a one terrific headshot and then some casual shots on the beach, on vacation, on a boat, something that just shows that you know you're fun and you're interesting and you're real. That's, that's of course, exactly, it's all about the realness. That's exactly it. That's exactly what I would like to see. Just like have one one professional shot done, and then have one terrific excursion shot. You know, that's and that's what I like to see when I look at this profile. And you are absolutely right. We don't like novels. We want it short and to the point. Just get to where you're going with whatever you are saying, and that's it. Because really, no one no one really wants to sit there and actually read a five paragraph monologue about yourself <laughs> right and you really. can you can save that for you know follow-up emails should you should you go down that line and start to communicate with someone of course that's actually what's going to be my next question 
So say you meet somebody online, and what should be the next step communication-wise? Should you maybe do it, talk to them on the phone or see them in person? What, in your opinion, is that should be the next step? In, in my opinion, I believe in a little bit of an old-fashioned courtship with, you know, a modern-day twist. So I immediately will provide somebody with my personal email address to get off of the site and start to communicate and maybe have a few emails back and forth and, you know, where's your favorite travel spot and, you know, talk about, you know, personal things and what people like to do in their spare time. And then maybe after one or two or possibly three emails, graduate to a phone call where I will provide my phone number, my cell phone number, and then we can start talking on the phone. When you talk on the phone to someone, either you connect and have a fabulous conversation or you have dead air and you don't, and then you know whether to go and move to accept a date or not. (laughs) Or you could totally call your blog talk radio show and talk to you that way. Absolutely. (laughs) Free advice on my show. That's exactly it. It's like love connection except for the Internet set. So that's kind of how I look at it. So, you know, there you go. And... I just think I think it's I think it's absolutely fantastic to hear at least some success stories. Whether it's like I said, you know, I have a success story here at home. Have you? Do you have any stories that people just ever came up to you and go that this relationship is working so well and this we've been together for such and such many years or such and such many months and we finally met. It's going so well and everything. Have you? Have you ever been approached with something like that or? I hear stories like that every day, and on my site, cyberdatingexpert.com, I have a section on relationships. So I have the cyber love story of the week where I feature a couple that was successful that met in an online dating site, and I have the cyber wedding album for people that got lucky in love and tied the knot, and they send me their wedding photos, and I create a video for them. So if anybody out there has met online, I would love to hear from you and just contact me at cyberdatingexpert.com. But in the real world, it's not also perfect. There's also the peril of the weak. Right. That's exactly right. And you said have, like, the photos. That would you suggest also if they were presenting themselves out there to the public? How about a video? I, I've always thought that, too. What about a video on the site? Or should they not wait for it? Should they wait for that? Videos are becoming very, very popular right now. A lot of sites have, you know, video chat or they have, you know, webcam. Um, my brother actually met someone online that he met from a webcam and had, you know, a girlfriend for a few months uh, that he met only because he, they both had a webcam and they started talking on the webcam at midnight one night. So I mm-hmm. think videos are terrific. Not everybody is that tech savvy, but if you can do it, I think it's a terrific thing because, again, it becomes more personal, becomes more interactive, and it's about developing a relationship without snail mail. Right. Definitely true. And, and like you said before, technology has come so far. We started out with, what, AOL uh, to, to CompuServe, and now we have so many other servers. What do you think is the future for cyber dating? I think more and more people are going to be doing video, video um, cyber dating, video and, and uh, webcams. There's a few interesting sites now, Woomi.com. They're terrific. It's, young, it's towards a younger demographic, and it's mostly all videos. I know that uh, I think Speed.com has uh, Speeddating.com. They have a video option. I think that's the future of Internet dating. It's not sending a text message and a, and a photo. 
pretty cool. Now, has there ever been, you just mentioned speed dating, has there ever been some sort of cyber speed dating? That seems like really interesting, I think. Uh, well, actually, there is, and this, there's that one site I was talking about, speed.com. I think it's speeddating.com. And, how does that uh, work? Like, how, how do you do speed I, dating I just online? met them recently at the Internet Dating Conference at iDate down in Miami where all the Internet dating sites, all the folks showed up. And they really are taking that speed dating concept on the Internet with a video option. And I think that that's, that's cool. really, I think that's really forward thinking, and I think all the other traditional paying sites are probably will follow suit. Wow. I've never, I never saw the appeal of speed dating. I mean, how can you really get to know somebody within five minutes, and then you got to go to someone else, and then talk to them for five minutes? Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm picky. So you have to be positive. Be positive. You have to go with a sense of humor. I think my attitude, when I first started Internet dating way back when in 1994, I feel like a dinosaur, um, you know, I was like, oh, I need to replace the guy who didn't marry me. Oh, I need to find the one. I think everybody looks at Internet dating very differently now, and I think they look at it as an opportunity to expand their social network, to expand their right. business network. It's not all about getting married or getting a steady boyfriend or steady girlfriend. So it's really a medium now that you also expand your social network and your business network. And, gee, if you get lucky and you click, that's fabulous. So I think if you go in with that attitude, then you can have a positive experience with just about anybody that you talk to. So, Navelle, I want to know, if you, were, if you were to do an online dating site, what would your profile be? And let's see if oh, Rick really agrees that you I have maybe, a profile. You're going to have to look it up. Of course. But I just want to know, Navelle, what would you do? Maybe maybe Jolie, she, you know, she can comment on it, too. What would you say in your profile? Like, make it quick, make it fast. What would you say about you? Oh, oh I'm a hopeful romantic looking for the love of my life. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I'll take that. I'll say that about myself. I'm a hopeful romantic looking for the love of my life. I'm not... I'm not one to throw stones. I'm I'm just one who's looking to go out, have fun. If we click, that's great. If we don't, then that's fine, and we'll just go on and do the next thing. But, you know, I'm just here to have a good time, and if you like to have a good time, call me up. I think that's a great attitude. There you go. There what you about go. you, Matthew? What about, what you, about Matthew? me? Oh, wow, you put and me you on the spot. Me. Well, you asked me, so I'm not going to do it. Um, what would I say? Well, I think that I would definitely say, hey, what's up, everybody? I'd also, like, you know, totally start off my profile with saying hi to everyone because I would think that a greeting is very forward and very polite. And then I would go on to, say, you know, describe myself like, a, truthfully, I'm six foot, 150 pounds, brown hair, blue eyes. I enjoy going to the movies. I enjoy hanging out with friends. I, quiet dinners are always cool. So if you're interested in the same thing, you should definitely... Hit me up. Well, I would. I actually would avoid the height and the weight thing. I mean, I'm, I'm more. Like, I'm being honest here. I, I know. I know. I know. I know. You're, I know. You're doing your thing. My thing would be. I would not even say. I would put my age in there, but then I would leave out. Oh, I, I forgot to put my age in there. Duh. I would leave out my weight because then I I would actually say about myself like if you really want to get a good idea of what I am and what I look like. Take a look at the photos. I don't have to describe any more about myself. You can see who I no, am. No, I like to put a little text. You know? I totally would do text, text, videos, whatever. You know what? Let's do it all. Here's <laughs> the deal, guys. If you don't put in your height and your weight, a woman won't respond to your email because she's going to think that your photos aren't accurate and you're lying and you're short and you're fat. 
Oh, and I lost all that weight, you know? Yep, and you'll lose that opportunity of maybe meeting that one special girl. You need to put your height. You need to put your weight. It needs to be pretty close to accurate. If not accurate, you don't have to get on the scale. We all might have shrunk or grown a little. But it's really important. I do not respond to someone who doesn't provide a photo because I wonder why. And so I feel oh, like... Oh, well, you have to have a photo. Definitely have to have a photo. Right. If you don't have a photo, you're really, you know, you're really at a disadvantage in the cyber dating world. <laughs> it's I'm like... five, foot, five, foot nine, uh, five foot nine and a half, and I weigh 156 pounds. Uh, my waist size is 32. <laughs> we don't need to be that specific. <laughs> I love it, Mizell. You're 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 so into it. That's. Had <laughs> to throw that out there. Well, which which so, is show right now. I'm just I just basically told you my height, weight, and my pants size. So <laughs> <laughs> might have to change the rating to M. <laughs> so that's that's. But that is good to know. I mean, I never really would have thought about putting in my height and weight, but, you know, I never really thought about that angle, especially if you don't have it in there, then they won't respond to you. We won't write that. And here's another tip. Women, when they're brand new, it's almost like it's a real estate listing, and it's like this hot listing, and it's priced well, and everybody wants to come for a showing. It's exactly the same for an online profile. So if a woman doesn't write back to you, She's not being rude. She's getting 100 emails a day and is trying to figure it out and gets overwhelmed and sometimes doesn't write back to anybody. I recommend that people don't write to the brand new brand new people online, the brand new photos, because um, if you write to someone who's been on for a couple of weeks, well, their inbox isn't as busy and you might have a better chance of getting a response. Very interesting. I never thought of that. So don't go for the newbies. Go for the professionals. <laughs> It's you know it's a numbers game. It's a numbers game, and and you know it's there's over 40 million people online dating right now, and it's you know kind of everyday life. That's very true. So that's a, that's a lot of that's a lot of stuff to think in, especially for us young blood like us. So, <laughs> you know, especially if you want to get out into that scene, uh, especially now, and you're looking for that commitment. So it's a lot. Of, it's a lot to sink in, but it's a lot of good advice too that you need to do, and there's a lot of stuff that you got to stay away from. So it's it definitely, it definitely has it. It definitely has the advantages and also the disadvantages. Like we said, there are perils to this, so don't think that it's that it's the best thing to do. But if you don't know, unless you try it, go ahead and go for it. I say go for it. At least you should try it. Put up put up a profile. If you don't like it, you just take it down. You know, experiment with it, but have fun. Take it lightly. Don't get too serious about it. Just enjoy it. It's a, it's also entertainment. This is true too. This is very true. And then you'll have stories to tell your kids and your grandkids. Oh, and then they can <laughs> write about you in the next chapter in my book. That's true. <laughs> there you go. That's some motivation right there. And speaking of your book, where can any where can people uh, get your book? Amazon. You can get my book at. CyberDatingExpert.com, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com. Officially launching on Friday, February 13th, but I think you can buy it, order it online now. And if anybody's in Los Angeles, my kickoff book signing event is going to be in conjunction with Step Up Women's Network, and we're having a fabulous party at uh, Social Hollywood on Thursday, the 12th at 8 o'clock. And 10% of my net proceeds will benefit Step Up Women's Network. So if you're around, show up to a, this a fabulous party for couples and singles. It's a Valentine's Worry. Nice. 
Awesome, awesome. And also, tell us again, where can we catch your show that is premiering? Blog Talk Radio, Saturdays, 11 o'clock Pacific Time, starting on Valentine's Day, February 14th. That's right. Check it out, you guys. Julie Farr, thank you so much for joining on the show and just basically just going over with us what we should be putting on our profiles for uh, cyber dating. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Well, thank you for having actually... me as a guest. Thank you very much. Anytime. No problem. I look forward to hanging out on your show next Saturday. So we'll be there. Absolutely. All right. Well, as always, Nadelle, I like to know, what are we going to be on next? We have a huge show coming up. It's tomorrow. We have a huge Well, let me correct that. We have two shows tomorrow, but we have a two huge shows. show yeah, we have two shows tomorrow, but we have a huge show on our first show. I, I am I am so excited. Our first guest in the morning at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time. We are first going to be joined by Mr. Alan Thicke, who many fans remember from him playing the role of Dr. Jason Seaver from Growing Pains. He's going to be on our show in the first half hour. He's going to be joining us for about 15 minutes. And then at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, we're going to be joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Eric Braden, who plays Victor Newman from CBS Daytime's Young and the Restless. He's going to be on our show talking about his movie that just came out on DVD recently. We're going to be going about um, talking about that. He's going to be joining us for a whole half-hour segment. And for those of you who want to know what his movie is called, it is called The Man Who Came Back, so you can make sure you can find that out anywhere. You can get it on Amazon.com. Make sure you guys check us out tomorrow. And for all of us here at Buzzworthy Radio, we just want to thank, thank Julie, thank Julie for coming on to the show. I want to thank my co-host Matthew Preston for always being here, being a good sport. You know, it's a great, it's a great time, it's a great party, and I want you to come back tomorrow. Join us at 11:30 a.m. Eastern Time with Alan Thick and Eric Braden. Get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Take care. <laughs>